we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for June 24th, 2019. Next report, rather lengthy audio, but incredibly important information. Major nation killing problems in Central America coming our way. This is from Kathy Rubio. So I'm going to, this is a Dave Hodges report here. And uh, we'll go ahead and roll this one now. Hey everybody, this is Dave Hodges. I'm the host of the Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And we have an interesting segment for you. We've invited back one of our old familiar and favorite guests, Kathy Rubio. And Kathy, as you know, has been to these uh, Central American training camps where they train a blended group of, uh, shall we say, uh, terrorists and cartel members and turning them to be paramilitary types. She is also very familiar with border issues, Central American issues, and she's been our go-to person on a lot of these issues. And with all that's transpiring right now, I had a feeling that Kathy would have fresh information. And after speaking with her off air, she certainly does. But before we join Kathy, I need to let you know that there's a couple of sponsors that make heck is going on. I mean, when you look at all the issues connected to your areas of interest, what jumps out at you is something that is critical and needs to be addressed immediately. Well, that would be the fact that they're emptying out the prisons in Honduras now. And the prisoners are being trained to be guards for the police, for the corrupt police, and for the corrupt ones in the military. Hmm. And they have to serve some time in the military being trained. So... This is a this is a huge problem because they're going to come through here in uniform and you won't know what the hell uniform they're wearing. You know, it's interesting you say this. Um, you may know of Paul Martin, good friend of mine in northern Colorado. In fact, he and I are co-hosting yeah. a show now on a large station in northern Colorado. And oh. Paul and I have been uh, talking about this for some time. In the Loveland area, there have been sightings of Turkish men, and you know they're Turkish because of what they speak, and they have these really bizarre tattoos. And Paul investigated this and said, what are these tattoos about? He found out they're from Turkish prisoners. They're hardened felons. Some of them are murderers. And they've given them psychological profiles and said, could they be trained to be paramilitary forces in the Turkish army or in some military setting? Answer is yes. We have these in northern Colorado now. So when you're talking yeah. about opening up the prisons, this is not new. And, and correct me if memory serves me wrong, but I, I think Fidel Castro opened up both the prisons and the mental health institutions and sent boatloads of Cubans to South Florida. And don't think he isn't doing it right now because he is. Yeah. yeah. Well, I the point is here is we are getting weaponized illegal alien invaders <clears throat> some of them are embedded troops that have been trained uh to fight for the new world order essentially uh these are people that would have no i mean some of the worst of the worst they have no conscience whatsoever and they're coming from a myriad of different countries and then you have the you know congolese that most likely are weaponized Ebola carriers, at least a certain percentage of them are. We're going to, we're going to talk about that again today. And again, all of this is being done by design on purpose. And 
we're going to look at the whole thing about uh, Trump saying, you know, he's going to get tough and do these, even though he suspended the ICE raids. The bottom line is he was only going to go after 2,000 people when they're projecting the numbers they're projecting are conservative numbers over well over a million illegal alien invaders this just this year alone it's probably more like two to three to four million okay if not even far greater than that coming in here they're doing everything they can do to incentivize them to come and when you have that kind of numbers moving across the border it's very easy to embed these types of um criminals and troops and these types of things within their within their ranks and then what ends up happening is they get into america and then they're told okay go to this particular designation and then they're they're outfitted with whatever they need to have with whatever weapons they need at the right time and again when they think when they have things go hot we talked about the muslim sleeper cells all of these troops are going to be activated as well now again i'm not here to be johnny raincloud i'm telling you this is their plan and because America has so turned its back on God, I really believe the only, um, you know, the only ones that are really going to be protected from a, from a godly standpoint would be his remnant in the, in the innocent. And, um, and that's if there's prayer going up as well. I mean, he doesn't want us to be destroyed for lack of knowledge. He doesn't want us to be ignorant of Satan's devices lest satan getting an advantage of us and this is why i do these these reports so that we're not taken unawares of what satan's plans are i think that every country that was sending people in here is doing the same thing now mm -hmm. similar strategy and i, I agree. would wonder meaning they're taking the worst prisoners most likely they're training them the police are training them and they're saying hey listen you know you do this probably they're being told the same thing that the russians and the chinese are you get to keep the, the spoils of war the booty you know i know you're a criminal i know you're evil and and i'm not saying every single one but the map the vast majority and here if you run a really big payday imagine going and being able to not only kill all the gringos off in america but you get to keep that's what they're being promised i i got a feeling that at some point they'll just be executed as well when they've served their purpose but i believe there there's got to be some very big incentive program for them now granted they get to come here they get all this free stuff as soon as they cross the border i'm going to go over that a little bit more as well that's a huge incentive right there alone but when you have a criminal that likes to kill and you give them a badge ultimately give them a badge which is what they're doing you know that's the that's the ultimate you know green light for him to do what he loves which is killing and then he's got this he's got this supposedly this big payoff at the end of it that they're being promised that's what i think how, how they would handle it how much venezuela is involved in this if maduro is still up to bringing people in from all these other countries and then sending them up our borders. Hmm. Well, when the immigration uptick started last fall, Venezuela was initially implicated. Absolutely. And they purposely, I think, been kept out of the mainstream media. But when this all started, they said, Venezuelans, they're coming here by the waves. Look at how desperate they are. 
and now you don't hear a word about him. But I do agree with you. I think Venezuela is right in the middle of it. And it's interesting, your instincts about Cuba uh, and what Castro's brother is doing, you're exactly right. I have Border Patrol and DHS have both told me they're apprehending Cubans in large numbers. Yeah. A lot of them are the Cuban special forces. Yeah. And, you know, China is involved with Cuba quite a bit now. And Russia has a base there. And Cuba has a tunnel that runs underwater all the way to Florida. I have never heard this before. Oh, yes. How, how do you know this? Because when I was working down there in the White House, I became aware of this thing. <laughs> so Okay. So, yeah, I noticed you're choosing your words carefully, so I imagine we're kind of treading into classified material. Am I right on yeah. that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I understand why you got to chop your words then. I, um, and I recognize it quickly because... we know there's a, a vast, you know network of underground tunnels underneath america and these tunnels just don't stay in america they go all over they go to all other all these other countries are ultimately interconnected i'm assuming this is just one of the tunnels um that they're in reference to there maybe it's something different i don't know but i'm assuming it's it's along those lines i deal with this a lot dea dhs fbi hear the same things well let me ask you this would i be wrong in assuming that this tunnel, although it'd have to be probably 90 miles long minimum, I think, but this tunnel that you're referring to, would it be similar in scope to what we see between uh, the UK or, or Britain and France? Absolutely. Okay. And you would see another one going across the Bering Straits, and that's Russia to Alaska. Interesting. Do they? Mm -hmm. Can you tell me about the Bering Strait? Do they bore out the ground, or is it an ice? Yeah, tunnel? they bore out the bed of the ocean. Okay. They bore down in, and then they bore it out. Okay. And they use that big machine that they were using up up north that they got stuck. Well, I'm going to go one step further and put on my military hat because I've been across this kind of material before, although not with the Bering Strait. But I would guess they have high-speed rail, and they can move troops and material into North America very quickly. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. They're, they're See, uh, do a keyword search on my website for DUMBS, D-U-M-B-S, Deep Underground Military Bases. Okay. They're there, and these tunnels connect them, and they use high-speed rail system in order maglev, magnetic um types of trains that can go like i think mach 2 or mach 3 underground so they exist they've existed for a long long time and um so none of this is really surprising me that much it's just it's starting to become i think a little more well known they're here i mean alaska's full of russians yes I minnesota where i live is full of them it's amazing. You know when this all started with the Russian, uh, it was 2011, and the Obama administration with FEMA signed an, an agreement with the Russian foreign ministry to bring in the first 15,000. And that's when they filled, that's when they finished the Bering Strait Tunnel. 
I had a, an RSOF source, and, and we're kind of getting away from the border, but that's okay because we're on a northern border. But I had an RSOF <laughs> source back in Jade Helm. This would have been the first Jade Helm, so it would have been 2015. And he told me, he said, Dave, one day, and I've written an article about it, there'll be a seven-pronged attack upon America. And one of the prongs that he talked about was troops coming in to Alaska covertly um, and then swooping down to the south. Mm-hmm. And then I also understand they're going to be coming out of the North Pole, and that's going to affect your region. They're going to split the country. And one of the strategies they have is to split the country in half, and they're going to invade along the Missouri and Mississippi River and come out of northern Canada from the North Pole. Are you aware of that one, too? Yes. And I, I know that uh, this flooding that's going on right now, that's part of splitting the country in half. They want to go 300 miles. They want to make the Mississippi cover 300 miles on either side of Wisconsin and, and Minnesota. And then that will go all the way down to uh, Louisiana in that area. And then they'll split again off to the East Coast. Right on the Madrid fault line. Yes. Okay. Yes, I've heard that before too. So and that's what they're doing. They're getting everything wet right now to get that Madrid to go. Oh, I see. So you think that they're trying to inundate the topsoil to the point where it causes major earthquakes along the Madrid fault? Absolutely. Makes sense. Now, I've reported on this in the past as well, where there would be literally like an inland sea going all the way up to like Canada. And where the Mississippi would be like the dividing line, but it would be like 300 miles wide. And I've warned about this. They've done a lot of drills regarding this. Um, I, I would say any teaching I've done, if you can, New Madrid, New Madrid fault line, if you're, or just New Madrid, those teachings that I've done on that get into what she just talked about. I don't have time to to cover that today but if, if you want to if you're unfamiliar with that you might want to go listen to those makes perfect sense and a lot of um, you know i'm not one of these i'm not really into the prophesiers whatever you want to call them people that predict the future they read tarot cards and whatever they do but one of the things you see consistently though are people having dreams and visions about these massive earthquakes that will split the country in half? And is that the 300-mile zone of water you're referring to? Yep. I believe it is, yeah. Yep. I don't have dreams, so I don't know. <laughs> well, why? let me ask you this. If this is by design to create this 300-mile zone of water, how does that help an invading force? causes the confusion it caused literally divide and conquer you're dividing the nation in half you're creating unbelievable chaos shock and awe you divide and then you conquer you're and in this case it's literal dividing the country in half making it much easier to conquer america um so i it's i think it's that simple is complete control they'll have control over the food the water and the electricity because of all the water that's 
being dumped on us now. And if anybody wants to see how they're doing it, you should follow Mike Morales. Well, tell because us, what, he gets what, what Mike, pictures what Mike do? electrically. He gets pictures from up above, looking down below from the satellites, that shows us how they're driving the the jet streams, how they're creating all of this weather to come in the way it is, this and then they want to blame it on on. Uh, uh, climate change so they can yeah. make more money on the climate change sure um the moving of these jet streams and i think that's what you're referring to that you're talking about a harp application to controlling the weather right oh they're using more than harp what else are they using? they have several different machines now that they use i sat here the other night i was sitting outside with some friends and these long 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 rounded clouds started to appear in the sky three of them side by side and i said to my friend have you ever seen a cloud like that before and she said no i said that's because that's done with a machine now the whole harp thing from what i've seen in recent times is almost like first generation how they were trying to manipulate i'm not saying it's still not a factor but from the research i've been seeing they have these blast they're called blast wave accelerators and then the next rad doppler ultrasound these are things that are on the prayer list that i've got the next rad doppler ultrasounds which is you know the perfect cover because they could say well, we're using it for to track the weather they can actually use it to actually create the weather as well to manipulate the weather they're very 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 powerful those next rad doppler ultrasounds um radars <clears throat> those are most likely the primary ways they're using things that they're using to manipulate weather not so much harp anymore not to say it's not a factor though so somewhere close to us is a machine that they're making these clouds with these clouds are filled with with um moisture and today now we've been raining all day long and that that was just two nights ago when we saw those clouds it they are filled with storms they are driving the wind and what they call the machines, Dave, I have no idea. Yeah, it, it sounds like it's HARP-based applications, but um, and HARP is no longer, a lot of people still believe it's the 90s and HARP is located in Gakona, Alaska. No, it's all over the world. Oh, no, I know there's it's harp, everywhere. Yeah, there's portable HARP units. You can put them on airplanes. I mean, it's yeah. universally applied now. It's They got them on ships. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he, and he shows you the ships, right where the ships are and what they are doing. How does he access these uh, satellite photos? I didn't ask. Boy, Don't he, ask. I would ask. He could always tell but, me he's not uh, going to tell me, but I would ask. Yeah. No, that's who you want to watch. He puts... No, he'll do a 16-day... Um, forecast and he's been 100% right every time because he can forecast what's coming by what he sees 
from that satellite. Hmm. Well, he's either got a leaker inside, or he has a way to hack into this technology without getting caught. Watch out. Have look no they, idea. Yeah, look what they did with Julian Assange. So I could... Okay, so now I just did a little bit of research on him, I, and I wasn't really familiar with him, but I'm looking at his... Um, just do a keyword search for Mike Morales, M-O-R-A-L-E-S. It'll pop up if you do it on YouTube. It'll start popping up. And um, <clears throat> I went to his videos page, and yeah, he's got tons of different videos on all the different ways they're manipulating the weather, and not just the weather, but the earthquakes and um, the weather warfare uh i'm wondering if he's, if he's even doing some stuff on the nephilim here he's got a lot of different things on here and it looks like he's putting out a video one video a day it looks like i mean a whopper every day way more content than i could actually put out on a daily basis but it's called above ground world news agwn the awakening so I wasn't familiar with him, but that, that could be another, you know, again, I'm not telling you to devote your life to that or anything. I'm just saying if, if you are interested in, in one another, uh, I will be checking his website and possibly incorporating some of his material into the videos. But I wanted to kind of give you the info on that because it does look very pertinent. Is it watch out? This I will say. God is putting his people right in front now. And remember the scripture says, nothing, nothing will remain hidden anymore. Everything they think they're hiding from us, they can't. Right. It's exactly what Steve Quayle says, Kathy, when I've interviewed him that's a couple right. times. Steve has said, all will be revealed in the See, end. That's day. why a ministry like mine or these other ministries exist, to expose this darkness and this wickedness this wasn't you have to understand you go back to like the 70s for instance when i i was growing up as a little kid um into the 80s you didn't have internet you didn't have this type of of access to knowledge that you have now you had three basically three tv networks and that's pretty much all you had to believe unless you were really going to be a go-getter and go outside of that um paradigm and search for yourself and back then if if you were doing things like i'm doing today you would get a bullet in the head pretty quick because they really were trying to keep a wrap on it but with the advent of the internet it was a double-edged sword it's been used for a lot of evil i mean most of the traffic's like pornography i heard but it's also been used for a lot of good regarding getting out information to the point where it's at right now where i believe they're going to have to they're going to have to pull the internet kill switch because they cannot have a George Orwellian 1984, Brave New World, Aldous Huxley type of um, world when people have access to the level of knowledge they've got access to now. And yes, I do believe this stuff is coming out and um, so that the, the remnant can pray against it and they can be equipped and armed and then educate others as well. And, That's right. Uh, I'm hearing this all over. I mean... Uh, Doug Hagman and I have talked about this idea. It's, you know, we used to have to really work to uncover some of these stories. And now mm -hmm. they just kind of like fall in our lap. And I go, man, I had half the story five years ago. So I'll go back and I'll review what I said. And I'll say, okay, now here's where it is today. And it's like child's play, yeah. you know, reporting on this stuff. Because 
first of all, one, they're not even hiding it. Um, I'll give you an example, like those 10 deaths that were that happened with people fighting against deep state interest, 10 deaths in 72 hours, all violent deaths, suspicious deaths. Yeah. They're, not even, they're yeah. not even trying to hide this stuff anymore. No. They don't have time. You well, know. And I also believe, I've heard this, that they're so far along in their play and they believe that nothing can stop it. So it really doesn't matter what the little peons like myself or Dave Hodges or whoever is trying to expose it really does at this point. They believe they've got the sheeple people sufficiently dumbed down. And it wouldn't even matter now because things are so far along in their plan that it's just a matter of they're jockeying into position just to get it implemented. So they're extremely cocky and prideful in that regard. And um, this is why they've adopted that attitude to a certain extent. No, they're bringing it at us so fast and from all sides. They don't even have time to figure out what they're doing. <laughs> well, sometimes, yeah, they are, they are making mistakes, and I would agree with what you're saying about that. Um, let, let's yeah. go down to our southern border now. Um, what's come to your attention that really concerns you right now on the southern border? I just did a report yesterday on the air, and it's about the, the um, uh, what's the name of that disease they're bringing in here? Ebola, um, fever? Ebola, Ebola. What I found out is that the more than 50 people have been let in the country now from the Congo. And how many of those actually had Ebola? Oh, don't it's way, way more. Than, I mean, they're even admitting to way more than that. There are hundreds and hundreds. Not So it's that number is very low. No, but how they came in here is that they were going down the Grand, the Rio Grande River. So they're in the water, so they're spreading the disease in the water. Don't swim in there. I, I hadn't even thought about that. I hadn't even, you know, it's it's like, you know, you hit your head in the forehead when you realize, yeah, they're vectors for spreading Ebola, and they're going over, wading through the uh, the uh, Rio Grande River. So I, I, you know, I hadn't even thought of that. It's a whole other factor to think of. Pray then about. they come over here, and they just had their first death now from Ebola in Los Angeles. Uh, I believe it was three days ago. That's not being reported, Kathy. No. No, I know. And a nurse got that information out of the hospital. Guaranteed there's been more than one death from Ebola in this country. Like I told you before, they're going to wait until it gets so bad, just like they did in that movie Contagion that I reported on last week, that they can't keep a lid on it anymore. And then it's not going to matter because they're, they're just going to roll with the chaos that's going on. But the, the whole point is, is they want to keep a lid on it long enough to where... And again, I, I'm not saying God couldn't intervene again, but their plan, you watch the movie Contagion, that's what their plan, how their plan would play out. And I, and I played you the clips last week on what they would do regarding that. So then uh, Florida Maquis, 
That's another yeah. person you want to pay attention to. Familiar with to. him, yes. Yeah, now that's another one. I check his site. I've been checking his site about every day, and I'll just give you the, uh, um, let's see. Florida, one word, M-A-Q-U-I-S, weird name. Um, he puts out. Now, the thing with him is that people that are reporting on this, because they're reporting on it, I've seen them act as though they get to this point where it's like, I know everything about this. I am the authority. I am the cutting edge. And two different people, there's a, there's a, a lady that has been reporting on this a lot, and then Florida McKee, both have told you, if you listen to them, that colloidal silver is worthless against Ebola, and that it can do not as though there's some kind of automatic authority on the subject. They're thinking, number one, of 10 part per million dishwater colloidal silver. That, yes, you're right. You could not use that against Ebola. They have no concept of the, of the fact of that there's mild silver, in five mild silver protein makes a makes solutions from 5,000 to 10,000 to 107 that are actually effective against Ebola because they're strong enough. And they, they, but they make these blanket statements like I know everything. And one of them, the lady was, was advocating nano silver the other day, which, you know, I've done whole studies on nano colloidal silver, the things you want to be aware of. And the thing is, is that nano silver is again, only made in very low part per million concentrations. So uh, it, it's the concentrations that it exists in are not strong enough to go against Ebola. It may be, it may be effective, um, on certain types of infections but again then it's nano and i don't like the risks that you're putting yourself at with anything nano that's a metal uh, so bear that in mind if you listen to their videos i don't I, I deleted the other lady the other day but she puts out about a video every day as well and a lot of cutting edge information from florida maquis and the other one but bear in mind they're they're 100 you know against colloidal silver and they're you know I don't know what solution they have. I've told you what to do. I've given you the protocol. Okay. Um, 10,000 part per million or 10.7 would be ideal to have on hand for Ebola. And then also making sure your status of selenium and vitamin C are high. Those are the three really big key factors in battling Ebola. Because Ebola totally depletes all the vitamin C and the selenium out of your body. It's, that's one of the actions, and that's why you bleed out of every orifice, because those two things, which are vital for, for blood vessel integrity and vital, vital for blood vessel clotting, you deplete those to zero in the body, you're going to bleed out of every orifice. So just by keeping those two things high, you're going to be way, way ahead of the game, and you may find that even if you contracted it, you would only have to use a small amount of the colloidal silver, or bare minimum, it's going to save your life. Now, granted, I understand God, God is in control. But I'm telling you from a physiological standpoint, and again, I don't know anyone else that's putting that information out. It doesn't make me anything. If I got what I deserved, I'd get death and hell. I've said that a hundred times. But hopefully I'm imparting to you information that could potentially save lives and that you could use other, you could help educate others and, and save a lot of their lives. And, and um, if you want to know more about that, just email me at the contact um, message and I'll tell you how to, I have the, the silver i have the sea um in a food food base it's important that you're not doing ascorbic acid ascorbic acid is not going to work it's 
grown off GMO corn. It's not vitamin C. You need some type of full spectrum vitamin C in a food base. And um, the selenium is, you know, I've got some, uh, I've got a couple different kinds there as well. So you can email me if you're unfamiliar. Reference my previous teachings I've done in previous weeks or um, email me at the contact page and I'll get you the information. So let's go ahead and go forward here. He, yeah, he's doing a lot of good research. So he put out a video the other day, and he showed Ebola, the rash from Ebola, the rash from scarlet fever, the rash from dengue fever, and the rash from the measles. He showed them all side by side, and they look exactly alike. So he is saying that a lot of what we're being told is measles is not measles. So I wanted to check, and I had to go to the doctor the other day, so I asked my doctor, I said, have you guys got a lot of uh, undocumented people coming in? And she said, man, way more than we can handle. Of course. I said, That's they why they're there, to totally overwhelm our medical system and ensure that they're the only ones getting care while actually law-abiding Americans get no care. And again, I, I, that's not because I think that the medical pharma cartel is doing this wonderful service. It's just that that's what they want to do um, overall. Coming in from the Congo? Yep. And I said, uh, when they... So say, they admitted they're coming in from the Congo. And this is in Minnesota. That's great. That they have measles. Are you testing them further for for Ebola? And she said, you know, there is no test for Ebola. I, I don't believe that's true. They might not have and access that, to the test, but to say there's no test, I, I I don't think that's right. But I just don't think they have access to it. That is exactly what Florida Mucky found out. <laughs> there is no test for Ebola. Um, let, let me digress because I, I, I'm writing an article soon. Um, I'm going to review um, Operation Mountain Guardian from 2011. It's been repeated around the country in places like New Jersey, but it first happened in Denver. And I won't go into detail here except to say it was a mobilization effort designed to bring out healthcare, FEMA, DHS, and snatch kids without even notifying parents from elementary schools in Denver. And all hell broke loose at Sports Authority Field where the Denver Broncos play football because that's where they took these kids. They had hired crisis actors. Aaron Dykes covered on a video that's since been scrubbed by YouTube. And um, he interviewed a crisis worker, but an hour after the interview, they didn't need her. Parents were showing up. They showed up, and where's Johnny? Uh, Johnny was taken by FEMA. FEMA took Johnny where? He has a dentist appointment. And the parents just went ballistic. Well, in that time frame, I made contact with someone who knows one of my relatives in Denver, and she's a critical care nurse. And she goes on these alert phases when they get a bioterror alert or something like this. Well, She's had these alerts and not notified me because she didn't link it to anything. But I got a call two nights ago at 1.30 in the morning from this person. And she says, I didn't think you'd mind me calling you this late, given what I'm going to tell you. I'm on alert. That's not unusual. 
but the way they're doing the alert, I have to report my location every time I move, and so does my team. And I said, well, what does that mean? That means they will helicopter in, pick us up, and took it, take us to a place where there is going to be a bioterror event. Now, dovetailing with this, seven hours later, I'm having a phone conversation with Paul Martin, and he's detailing these quick response biological biohazard teams in places like Nebraska and Washington State at the exact same time frame. Kathy, this something is afoot right now. Yes, it is. And, and you were telling me beforehand that DHS is being called off the border. Yes. Well, I, I got pictures that someone sent me the other night where uh, many, right up to where the fence has been built in El Paso, supposedly these 6,000 Mexican soldiers are on the other side and they're supposed to be stopping all of this but no hundreds of them are still coming in hundreds thousands so what they have done is they took the main border I, I guess you would consider that California I think that's what I was looking at California or Texas I would say yes and they they took where we had built the wall high up, where we the people had built the wall, and they opened up a gate there, and they left the gate open. Well, I have a friend in Mexico who is taking live shots of uh, of their camera all night long, but it only shows one place on that border and up to that point every night I was watching that same camera and I was watching bus loads and these were border patrol had, that had been bought off and they were bringing in bus loads of young men no children young men at midnight every night. And, and again, if they were going to specialize in young men in the middle of the night and the border patrol had been bought off, most likely these are the troops that she had talked about that were the worst prisoners that they were training to, you know, give them a badge, train them in the military thing and, and under the guise of we're going to go in there and they're probably going to throw a UN peacekeeper badge on them. And these are people that are stone cold killers that they're going to give a badge to under the guise of, of I think, UN peacekeeping when the time comes in that way you'll be disarmed and you'll and you'll be when you see oh they're coming they got the blue helmets and they're 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 the good guys or whatever and they're they're some of the biggest killers that you can imagine i think that's why they would do this to create that facade of that it would make sense at least and this would go on for a couple of hours many buses <laughs> so uh, it's a trick well, I it's never true. believed that uh, uh, AMLO, the Mexican president, was ever going to enforce border enforcement, southern or northern border. And I have a real radical view on this, Kathy, so I'm going to put it out there and let you slap my wrist for being a bad guy on this. But they're talking about tariffs. Tariffs mean nothing, almost nothing, to an economy like Mexico because their main business is narco-terrorism. 
It's not legitimate business. They have some, but cutting into their drug and child sex trafficking, that is what would do them harm. So I've said this. I said blockade both coastlines in Mexico, blockade the southern border, no one in, no one out, insert the military and tell Guatemala, get the hell out of the way or else, and block the Guatemalan border and basically cut off Mexican drug and child sex trafficking and see how quickly they come to the table in earnest then. You can slap my wrist now. No, you're right on the money. And You're right on the money. I'm the son of an immigrant. I know we need immigration here. We have a birth rate of 1.77. No country's ever come back from less than 1.8. This is not but immigration. This, there you go. Exactly. This is an invasion. Thank you. Thank you. Exactly. Okay. Well, my wrist feels safer now that you didn't slap me. Thank you. But uh, we need a. and I'm not talking harm people, but I'll tell you, if that doesn't work, then it's time to go in and root out the... Uh, the the drug cartels, but I will tell you this: you don't need to go into Mexico to do it. Sinaloa's are running Humboldt County in California. They're running it. Yeah. So That's and they're right. running uh, the Sinaloa's and the Chinese communist Chinese are running Chinatown, and they have control, or they did have control of politicians like Kamala Harris, uh, Dianne Feinstein. She had you know and Humboldt County's where they're growing like I don't know like sixty percent of the pot that goes into the country, something like that. It's there's been documentaries on it, but um, some of it's under the guise of legal. Some of it's under the guise of not legal. You know, it's a complicated issue. First, that Chinese spy on our staff for 20 years. But we see these infiltrations here. But this is why I'm saying if Trump is sincere about making America great again, he's got to get the criminal element out of this oh, country. And he doesn't seem to have any interest in doing that. No. No, he doesn't. Matter of fact, I would take a look at our prisons. I would see what's going on in our prisons. Because he's been talking for several months about letting certain prisoners go. Yes, he has. And then just just yesterday or day before, he had Kim Kardashian, Kardashian whatever her name is, there and... Um, he was expounding on the fact that she's now becoming a lawyer and that she now has started a program for the prisoners. No. Well, part I mean, of me... She's Kim Kardashian, pure evil, okay? But she cares about the prisoners so much. So you know it's got the, the hoof prints of Satan all over that. He agrees with Trump on one aspect. He has made the statement that you know, black offenders are sentenced to longer sentences for the same level of criminality, same background as white offenders. And I agree with him on that, that that needs to be addressed and it needs to be straightened out uh, where the situations are, are similar. Right. Um, but he's also talked about reduction of sentences and he's pretty nebulous on what sentences he wants to reduce. Are we talking first-degree murderers? Are we talking about child molesters? Are we talking about simple drug possession? See, I would get behind that one. But in terms of, you know, the level of criminality that he wants to lessen the sentences for, the, our president's been very nonspecific in that area. Yeah. Yes, he has. And I just... I got this horrible feeling 
that you would find out that our prisoners are being trained as well. Yep. Yep. Well, I do know one thing. Drug cartels members are coming in, and this actually was covered, it was one of the news talk shows eight, ten years ago, Kathy, and it was um, their, their organized criminals from Central America, primarily Mexico at the time, and they were, to get citizenship, they would enlist in the military. And they'd serve two years, four years, and then they'd get on a naturalization process, but they still had their gang affiliations. And this, like I said, this was reported about 10 years ago in the mainstream media. And, mm-hmm. and here's what's scary. We're talking now, after 10 years of this, these drug cartels have trained military personnel in their ranks. Yep. That's frightening. You know, my daughter works for a prison here, and um, she's been a guard there for many years. Uh, And she is in a prison that is for sexual offenders. And things are getting rough there. She said that you you might be getting beat up by a, a prisoner, and none of her help, none of the people will help you. They step back. Wow. In other words, none of the prison guards will help you. They step back. Now, Minnesota seems to be ground zero. Minnesota, Michigan seems to be ground zero for a lot of the wickedness that's going on. The Muslims that have that have been brought in there are, are there at an incredibly high level. They're taking over whole towns. Um, you're hearing she she had talked about all the Russians that are that are embedded there. Different states seem to be further along in the whole New World Order agenda, is, is I guess the point being made. Like states like, you know, New York and, and um, Washington, Oregon, California, a lot of the stuff going on in the border states, um, you know, Minnesota, Michigan, these seem to be states where things seem to be further along from a New World Order implementation standpoint. I don't know. I don't know. She's got a couple more years to go, and she can get resign. So she's trying to put her time in. But and then then I had another friend who was beat up in the prison down in where was he from? I think he was from Phoenix, if I remember right. Uh, and he saw some illegal stuff going on, so he went to report it, and it wasn't very long, and the prisoners were allowed to beat him up, and his helper, his workers just stepped back and watched watched it happen. Wow. Because they are on the take. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's this, almost easier to ask A now. lot of guards yeah. are on the take. Wow. Well, yeah. Kathy, I was just saying here that it's almost easier to... to to say who isn't on the take. Yeah, really. Because it's so many getting... of them are. Yeah. And, you know, I made a it list. I, I wrote something about, I'm in the process right now of analyzing the various drug cartel business models. And I want to give credit where credit's due. Marilyn Rupar has originally lived in Humboldt County. And um, that in a documentary I watched uh, called Murder Mountain detailing these actions by criminal cartels in Humboldt County, I um, I have to tell you, 
when I looked at this, I said, this is odd. And Marilyn came on my show and she said, Dave, it's a different business model. And she's a woman who worked high up in business at one time. And her father has an intelligence background. So she knows the, the mindset here of organizational structure of criminal organizations. And um, so that prompted me to go look at the Medellin cartel, the Cali cartel that followed it. And of course, uh, the uh, emergence from the plaza system to the Sinaloa cartel. Of course, there's Juarez and the Gulf Coast cartels. The big one is the Sinaloas. And I looked at their models. And what, what we're seeing now here is a business model. Well, I'll put it this way. I wrote an article about all the public officials in a one-year period that were murdered by Pablo Escobar's people at the Medellin cartel. We're talking presidential candidates, attorney generals, defense minister, judges, police chief, generals. I mean, it was like a who's who, who's in control of the executive branch of uh, the, the government in Colombia. And I'm looking at the business model that's coming in here now, MS-13 being the assassins, uh, the cartels basically tied to the communist Chinese business model. And when we look at all this, those names that I printed a week ago that Pablo Escobar killed, the names will change in America. But, Kathy, I really believe we're going to see people in the same positions murdered. And I think we're already seeing it with the murder of the two state senators here recently yeah. found in Oklahoma and Arkansas. I mean, do you fear this, too, that we're going to see these kinds of assassinations on American soil like we did with the Medellin cartel? I think we're going to see assassinations of you and me. Well, they did journalists, too. So, <laughs> you know, maybe that was a, a slip of the tongue and, and purposeful forgetting. Well, I didn't want to admit that to myself. But, yes, you're right. You're right. Yeah. They... Um, Pray Psalm 64, you know, God's God's in control. He's bigger than all this. I don't care if, if the whole, you know, forces of Satan are arrayed against me. If I'm in the center of God's will and he's protecting me, I'm protected. So we don't want to start living in fear. But, I mean, I get what she's saying. I, I get, but, again, if you haven't listened to my teaching on Psalm 64, just key on Psalm and the contendingfortruth.com, and it's very important for really any Christian, particularly in today's day and age, to listen to. Here's one thing that I know. If they're using gang members, in whether they come hidden as military or however they come hidden, in whatever uniform, you might find them in, in uh, Vatican robes. <laughs> yeah, they're How called the Jesuits, and they're in, a lot of them are absolute stone-cold assassins. If you, if you look at the the vow they have to take it proves that just can jesuit oath in uh probably in my in it could tell you for truth.com or, or search for it i mean it's it's something else it is something else what they that oath they take whenever they come in they're going to use the ones that are not not tattooed on the face right interesting and they will use the ones afterwards, after they've committed a murder, then they have to mark that tear on their face. Those ones we won't see. And if they're using... Yeah, but wouldn't it be easy to just cover that up? You know, or maybe defer getting the tattoo? 
you could use makeup to cover up the you know it wouldn't be that hard that's not like a, a gigantic face tattoo they're pretty small if they're marked up clear up on their neck we won't see those well yeah that unless be... they can cover it yeah that's true what we're going to see is the ones that are not overly marked yet meaning i think meaning the embedded ms-13 gang member type assassins that might show up at your front door in a u.n peacekeeper i'm trying to extrapolate all this on okay what does that actually mean what did what she just say really means that's what i think it means or show up in plain clothes and act like you know they want to question you or act like they work for the government that type of stuff so just bear you know bear it in mind because you've alluded to this already how do you know an ms-13 assassin because for every person they murder they've got to tattoo a teardrop on their face on their face exactly so yeah i hear what you're saying so to avoid that kind of easy identification then you use the ones who don't have the teardrops which makes it even harder to detect them right scary times we live in um, and here's the other thing. Down there in Honduras, I know for sure, and I'm very sure this is going on in Nicaragua and in El Salvador, too. The police that are there and getting all their training are gang members, unmarked. Nice. You might see from the lower neck down hmm. but they're they're fairly unmarked it's, uh, yeah. and so they've been getting training all along it's a very consistent business model let me tell you how i know you're absolutely 100 percent correct the uh and on april 9th of this year the washington post ran an article that said they were dissolving the federales and they were creating a new mexican national guard being trained for quote unquote i'm being sarcastic humanitarian purposes and uh but this mexican national guard i have since found out from some sources that the mexican national guard are being recruited from the various cartels and the Mexican National Guard is being traded for the UN soldiers. Yes, they are. They're taking on the Mexican uniform. Let me tell you what I've learned about this, and you're right on the money. It's a document called EFS number sign eight, and it's a joint agreement. It started with a, uh, an executive order from George Bush, expanded upon by Obama, where they can medically detain people for really just coughing now they've expanded it so much and they had 17 government organizations in a partnership with hhs human health services and the un but not one of the government services from the united states contains anything to do with medical treatment so it's not medical quarantine it's a disguised fema camp pretending to be and let me give you my operating hypothesis and i'm not the only one who's saying this now you have you're having active Ebola enter the country and that's already happened happened a month ago um, and what we know now is that these diseases are spreading they expect the plague to break out in LA this summer this is something that dr. drew was saying in the media and so we We're have a look at that in another video coming up these pathogens possible mini pandemics that'll start 
but it'll never be as bad as what we're being told. And here's what I've been told by someone in FEMA. He used to be, and he's retired, FEMA counter bioterrorism. He told me that he expects there to be a an embellished Ebola outbreak or something like it. And they're going to make it worse in the media than it really is. And then they're going to hit us with bioweapons like crazy. So every time I hear about these drills going on and this nurse is on call that I mentioned earlier, my mind goes to that discussion. And we're weaponizing immigration is what we're doing. Yeah. That is what we're doing. And there is no immigration. You just stop using that word. It's infiltration <laughs> well, let me say we this. are being are infiltrated people, something yeah. fierce Kathy there are people who are crossing the border and they're doing so illegally and I'm going to make a little defense for them here they're told in their home countries they get literature saying the government doesn't care and they're speaking about us the corporations want you and they'll treat you well and the American people for the most part will love you come north young man young woman come north and there are some that enter this country with pure intentions even though they're breaking the law when they enter without going through the process uh, but they're really no threat to us in terms of terrorism but that number seems to be diminishing and the ones who are a threat are increasing let me give you an example we're, we're importing people uh, let me back up. I want to choose my words carefully here. People are crossing the border from Africa from countries that are infestated with Ebola. We're not screening them. Okay, We're catching them by the hundreds, and how many don't we catch? Um, what I want to know is how the hell do they get from Africa to our border? Did they do the crawl stroke? back floated a third of the way to save energy, ran the marathon to get to the border. I mean, I'm being facetious, but how the hell do they get to our border? Well, that's why I said I was wondering if they are still involved with the U.N. Of course they are. And the U.N. is getting their funds from George Soros and the Koch brothers. Oh, no Koch okay. brothers. Those are two of the guys that have ruined Colorado politics. Absolutely. Yes. And the Koch brothers now teamed up with George Soros, and they are supposedly. I think she means the Co brothers. The um, I, I just close, but I I, just, I think that just to clarify that. They teaming up for the good of America. And they they got funds coming in another way. <laughs> so I don't know be, how in the world. I can't even remember what they said they were going to do. I think it was retrain. Um, yeah, they're sending in the money to retrain the immigrants and to house the immigrants. Well. These aren't, these are invaders. And unfortunately, what you just said is true. There are a lot of innocents coming because George Soros paid for the advertising to go out first to the Congress of Honduras. I imagine they did the same thing in the other two countries. 
And so constantly in the newspaper down there, they are being told to come here, that they're going to get free housing, free medical, and free... And again, if, if, if Trump really knew... I mean, I'm sure he knows this is going on, but why wouldn't he be battling that? Why wouldn't you battle something at the source? And the source of this is George Soros and them incentivizing and saying, go. And then the the next source is what Trump has done to incentivize them coming here, where all you have to do is say, I might sponsor an unaccompanied minor, Section 224A of the legislation he signed in February that really opened the floodgates, you know, these are all things that are, are beyond incentivizing these illegal aliens to come here. And embedded along the way, you've got all of these others that Kathy Rubio is talking about. These stone cold killers that are going to don the, the, the uniforms of the UN at some point, most likely, um, and uh, work with the Russians and the embedded Chinese and the other Turkish troops and these types that are here. Education that they are welcome here exactly that's the lie that i've uh been they were being interviewed coming across the border i saw a news report where they were being interviewed oh yeah we saw the we saw the commercials and the ads and the posters and that's why we're here i mean it's you know but are you are you seeing that anywhere on the news no because they don't want you to know about that They, they don't want you to understand that you know this is actually going on because there would be public outcry against that they just act like they're just showing up here because, you know, for no no reason other than fleeing their own country. But there's way more to it. They're, they're shared. In fact, I'm hearing they post public notices in villages that say, yes. don't, yeah. you don't have to live a life like this. Come north and the Americans have all the money you'll ever need. Yeah, that's right. You know about this, too. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Are we coming to a nexus point here? Are we coming to a focal point where literally all hell is going to break loose? Well, yeah, America's working on that. And that's why I I really question who is Donald Trump now. (laughs) Because we're getting hit on all sides. We're getting hit by weather. We see, are. they're slowly starting to understand that Trump is a bad guy, that he's on their side, that that's their, that this is he's just going along with this big grand plan to to cause all of this. Just like Trump is being used with the Iranian thing, it's all he's a puppet. I'm telling you, he's been bought and sold for decades by the Rothschilds. They've owned him, lock, stock, and barrel for a long time. He's just doing the bidding of his masters at this point. We're getting our food supply taken away uh, taken away from us. Yep. And now recently we're going to get our oil taken away from us. Right. But she's talking about what's going on in the Strait of Hormuz because of that even though we have enough to be totally self-sufficient. We're we're I mean I know that right now there's been the the reports that have come out but see they still want to make us dependent upon the Middle East for oil because then that can create this this um, excuse for them to say, oh, we got to, you know, put oil prices through the roof, even though we have more than enough for our own country. And there's a lot they haven't even tapped. And not only that, they're, they're holding back all the free energy going all the way back to Tesla that we've had access to. And that was why he was basically killed um, or bought off. And, uh, you know, all of that, they're holding all these things back that, that could totally 
take us off of fossil fuels totally. But they won't do it because they're using it as a mechanism of control over the masses. And they want to keep that control. Now these two oil tankers, you know that's a false flake. And, <laughs> and poorly done. Even the Japanese have said they don't believe very, it. Very, no, very poorly done. And um, if they react on this, and if the American people do not start calling their senators and saying, we don't want no war, you're not going to get back in office if you vote for war. Yeah, that's To me, that's irrelevant at this point. They, he's the right guy that they want in office right now. Mm-hmm. I, um, I did a podcast the other day, Kathy, where I... I was giving advice to the listening audience on how to um, help their sons avoid being drafted. Um, I, I'll tell you one thing. My son's not going to go fight in the banker wars of occupation. Mine either. Not going to happen. And um, there, I, I would encourage everyone to go to my YouTube channel and pull that up. I'll post it on the website here soon. But, uh, Kathy, we, we as Americans just need to stand down said you have a nice time with your war you know joe biden you send your son trump you send your kids to fight okay so it goes on for a little bit more but i mean that was a really super long clip but they covered some super important cutting edge information i've never even reported on the stuff about the prisons and that potential i mean only god knows what's really going on but it cannot be good uh next report uh, window dressing to appease Trump's base falls through. Um, Trump announces a two-week delay on planned dawn raids by ICE targeting 2,040 migrant families in 10 cities across the nation, but says he will deport them if talks fail. Trump said he's delaying enforcement action scheduled to begin Sunday, which is time I'm recording this. Uh, ICE has been was set up to begin the dawn raids in 10 cities to round up illegal immigrants cities to be included in the raids were new york los angeles san francisco chicago houston miami baltimore atlanta denver and new orleans but democratic mayors in chicago los angeles and elsewhere vowed not to help so see this is always the excuse it's always the democrats it's always them throwing monkey wrenches into trump's most well-intentioned plans no it could it's all theaters what it is Trump now says Congress has two weeks to reach a solution. Why Trump believes the Democrats would be suddenly willing to work with Republicans on border security and in two weeks remains unclear. Trump told reporters Saturday before departing for Camp David that the millions of illegal aliens will be removed from the country. Liar. Liar. Millions are not going to be removed. Why would you incentivize millions to come? With all of the different things you're doing, the 10 different ways he's failed us on immigrations, Section 224A, where all you have to do is say you spot, you you might sponsor an unaccompanied illegal alien minor. Why would he do all that and incentivize it, but then turn around and be big Mr. Tough Guy, puff out his chest and say, I'm going to remove him? Because he just lies. It's really easy to say stuff and then that appeases Trump's base and they'll see that talking point from Sean Hannity and they'll think, oh yeah, he's fighting for us and all this other stuff. All of it's a lie. Ali Pack came out with this, who is the only one that's really going after this, okay? And it's entitled, Trump caves again on deportation promises to pursue amnesty deals with the Dems. 
American for Legal Immigration PAC, or Alipac, was the only national news source to accurately predict Trump's latest threat to deport millions of illegal aliens was yet again another lie and a tactic to pressure Democrats to agree to a legislative amnesty deal for millions of more illegal immigrants and has been proven correct by today's headlines detailing Trump's reversal on deportations. Ali Pack is now warning as many Americans as possible that, that only Trump voters rising up and pressuring the president away from signing another amnesty for illegals into law can save their own influence in future U.S. elections. Again, I think that's a moot point at this point. I think they've got enough of a voter block. I think they've got enough of the voting system rigged. And I think Trump's the guy they want in there anyway. They're accomplishing far more under him than they could under Hillary. I'm not saying he hasn't done any good. Okay, I'm not not saying that but he had to get in there and do a certain amount of good in order to appease his base he couldn't have just got in there and, and followed hillary's agenda to the to the letter it had to be a very subtle coordinated like oh left right oh look they're attacking trump oh he must be a good guy hey i fell for it for a long time and he was doing a lot more good up to a certain point but now it's just you know my job's become increasingly increasingly easier to see through what he's doing you know um Let's see here uh, where I left off here. Um, okay, away from signing away another amnesty for illegals into law can save their own influence in future U.S. elections from being permanently disabled by millions of illegal immigrants given a pathway to the ballot box in the next two weeks. In other words, if, if, if he all of a sudden says these illegal aliens are real citizens and they're given amnesty, then they're going to turn into a millions and millions of more as far as a voter demographic block that will vote whatever the way the democrats tell them to vote in future elections and uh they will cancel out any of the trump voters on a one-to-one -one cancellation anybody that votes for trump will they'll they'll cancel that vote out is what it means because they'll negate one another four days ago the mainstream and alternative news sources were abuzz with Trump's announcement that he would start mass deporting illegal immigrants starting tomorrow on Sunday, June 23rd. Alipac put out an immediate press release accurately refuting Trump's claims titled Trump's new threat to deport millions of illegals likely a lie. The release pointed out that Alipac is already tracking more than 10 lies from Trump on the immigration issues. I've read them all at least twice here on air. And they're all real. There's nobody's come back to me and say, I can refute these point by nobody's been able to do that because it's true. It's all true uh this thing about truth is it's very very hard to refute refute um these are tracking more than 10 lies from trump on the immigration issues that elected him you can view the list here there's a link here on the pdf and that trump already told the same lie to america many times before his campaign in 2016 some bible verses came to mind when i read that last paragraph and james one eight a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways and that's if trump's not the most double-minded president we've ever had i don't know he's one minute one way one minute the next he's saying one thing out of his mouth but he's actually doing a totally opposite thing on the other end they're unstable in all their ways proverbs twenty four twenty, for there shall be no reward to the evil man the candle of the wicked shall be put out my son, fear thou the Lord and the king, and meddle not with them that are given to change. Meaning a double-minded man. 
Now that's true for all of us. We, if, if you've got like friends and stuff or people in your life and they're just one way one minute and one way the next, the Bible says meddle not with them. They're unstable in all of their ways. The next verse says, for their calamity shall rise suddenly. And who knoweth the ruin of them both? So then 2 Peter 2.17, which reminds me of Trump because of his, his speeches and he's got all these thousands and thousands of people turning up to hear him speak still. They're all drinking the Trump Kool-Aid and you know, everything's going great. 2 Peter 2.17, these are wells without water, which is what Trump is. He's a well without water. He promises us all of this stuff and he lies about all of it. And then nobody's even looking at the fact that he's lied about all of these campaign promises, like build the wall and all these other things, lock her up and all this other stuff that's never going to happen, most likely. And they're wells without water. You go to the well and you expect you're going to get water, but there's no water. Well, that's what Trump is. He promises you things and he doesn't deliver. He, I'm not saying he hasn't delivered on anything, but on the main things that are taking us into the new world order, he has totally failed. It's all by design because he's a puppet, a satanic puppet on a string. These are wells without water, clouds that are carried with a tempest. Tempest is a really bad storm to whom the midst of darkness is reserved forever. For they speak great swelling words of vanity. Trump is a very, very vain, narcissistic, I believe, sociopath. They don't have a conscience at all. Because when you can lie through your teeth like he does, how could you have a conscience? How? How could you do that over and over and just go your merry way? Well, you're a sociopath or a psychopath. I don't know if he was born that way or if he was created that way. I don't know. For they speak great swelling words of vanity, just like all of his campaign speeches. They allure through the lusts of the flesh. I'm going to build that wall. I'm going to lock Hillary up. I'll tell you whatever you want to hear. I'm going to lure you through the lusts of the flesh. Through much wantonness, those that were clean escape from them who live in error, which is also where the Bible says, meddle not with them that are given a change. Escape from those that live in error. Escape from this snare that Trump is putting around, has put around so many people and has them so deluded into thinking he's like this savior. He's not. While they promise them liberty, which is a, another thing I'm sure Trump does a lot, they themselves are the servants of corruption. For of whom a man is overcome, of the same is he brought in bondage. If you, if you drink the Trump Kool-Aid, and you buy into all the stuff, which is most of the Republicans and most of his base, he's overcome them on a spiritual level. There's, there's demons at play and at work here. Well, then you're brought into bondage. But see, you don't see the type of bondage you're in because those kind of chains, can, chains cannot be visualized. They're spiritual chains. And that's what Trump has done to, I would say, the vast majority of, his, of the conservatives out there, Christians and conservatives that have bought into him. Going back to this report, I, I inserted these Bible verses in because they just came. The Holy Spirit will speak to me while I'm doing these studies. I believe in these Bible verses just come into my head and then I look them up and I post them within the study. Ali Pack's press release was treated with silence by the mainstream media and conservative news sources such as Breibart, World Net Daily, Daily Caller, Drudge Report. Of course they are because they don't want the truth. They want, they want to make sure that they suppress the truth ultimately. They're just gatekeepers. While many 
while many of Trump supporters accused Alipak of lying about Trump on social media, even though they can't ever refute anything that we're, that he's putting out. Now that the media is confirming that Alipak's prediction was correct, Trump lied again and has announced a two-week delay in his fake deportation ploy in an effort to pressure Democrats to come up with legislative amnesty for illegals that will grant them a reprieve from the current immigration laws of the, of the United States, which will require their deportation. See, all of this is always a plan. It's always a plan to actually bring in more illegals or make the ones that are here legal. Trump already broke his promise to mass deport illegals and many other important promises. Why should we believe him now? Ask William Gein, president of Alipac. Instead of deporting illegals, fining employees, and deporting illegals as he promised, Trump is focused on working to pass amnesty legislation with his lifelong Democratic son-in-law, possible antichrist, and senior White House advisor Jared Kushner. Obama secured the border, deported illegals, and fined employers more than Trump, unfortunately, for all of us. So Obama did a better job at securing the border than Trump's ever done. Alipak has been fighting hard to warn Trump voters of the Trump Kushner Graham Durbin amnesty trick afoot. And these are all linked reports you can click on and see what he's talking about. Uh, in which Republicans talk about tough legislation on border security only to sneak amnesty into the bill at the last minute where John, Donald J. Trump has signaled he will sign it. Many Trump supporters have no idea why this is happening, or that this is happening, and they refuse to believe that Trump would ever sign such an amnesty deal, since Trump's numerous lies and posturing have caused mass confusion among his remaining base. Absolutely, because he's so double-minded. Well, what does the Bible say? The Bible says, 1 Corinthians 14.33, for God is not the author of confusion. He's, that's all he is. He's one way, one minute, one way. He's hot one second, cold, cold another. That's just standard operating procedure for him. Recent news reports indicated that Trump administration has fined fewer employers of illegals than Obama, which only fined 11 last year. Um, they only fined 11 employers of illegal aliens. 11 last year. That's how Trump, Trump's really, really hard on, on these, these illegals and the, these employers that hire them. Oh, he's really tough. He, total of 11 fined last year. For the whole country which follows reports trump's hotels and golf courses have continued to hire illegal aliens long after he became president oh really of course because see he's benefiting financially from this and he has been for decades so of course he's not he's gonna feign like he's this big tough guy in illegal immigration or whatever and all this other stuff but ultimately you know he's part of the process and, and part of the plan Trump is the biggest hypocrite that we have, I, I think we've ever had in office as a president. By far, bar none, no one can even compare. Now, Noah Webster, the Noah Webster 1828 Dictionary defines hypocrite as one who feigns to be what he is not. One who has the form of godliness without the power. Doesn't Trump say he's a Christian and he has all these spiritual advisors and stuff? Or who assumes an appearance of piety and virtue, which is what he does, when he is destitute of true religion. Well, he says he's, he's, so, he's so pure. Trump's so pure, even though he's got all of these different lawsuits where you know, he's raped little girls and stuff and he's had to pay them off. And all of this stuff has been swept under the rug and, and I've got all the proof of it. I mean, I've even touched on this in many of my recent studies. I mean, this guy, good buddies with Jeffrey Epstein, you know, 
and uh, on the Lolita Express, that private island. Um, that's one of his good buddies. I mean, we're talking the most degenerate scum on the planet. I mean, good buddies with the Clintons. Um, always has been. He can feign all day long. He's going to lock her up and all. This. It's theater. It's theater. They're just playing parts. Okay. But he was friends with the Clintons on a very high level long before he was ever considering running for president. Okay. Um, he's feigning to appear what he's not. He is destitute of true religion. He says, I've never, when asked about it, is he, has he ever asked God for forgiveness? He says, no, I'm, no. Basically, I don't need forgiveness. Why, what, what do I need forgiveness for? That's how demon-possessed this guy is. That's how demonically deluded he is. He does, makes all these horrible remarks about women that, you know, even leading into his campaign were coming out. I mean, it's had, you can't even imagine how many affairs he's had on, on it, many of his different wives. And total playboy, totally known for all that, but yet he, he doesn't need forgiveness for anything. This is how demonically blinded this guy is. A hypocrite is also defined as a dis, disassembler, one who assumes a false appearance. It's absolutely what he is. Job 34.30 says that the hypocrite reign not, lest the people be ensnared. See, we've got a hypocrite in chief in office right now. He's reigning, like the Bible says in Job 34.30. What happens though, according to this verse, when you have a hypocrite reigning? Well, the people are ensnared. His base, who thinks he's one thing, is ensnared by his lies. They're deceived. They're deluded. And this is probably part of the strong delusion in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 that God says he's going to send. They're ensnared by Trump. You can't even hardly talk to... If somebody is convinced on Trump, you can't say a thing. It doesn't matter what you show them. Alipac is proof of that. They've got all this proof they've shown people on all of Trump's lies. And for the most part, they're just demonized. No, I don't even want to look at it. Don't confuse me with my facts. The, my, my mind's made up. Proverbs 11, 9. An hypocrite with his mouth destroyeth his neighbor. Well, in this case, the hypocrite in chief that's in the presidential office is destroying the country. But through knowledge shall the just be delivered. What is knowledge connected to? Wisdom, understanding, the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of understanding, wisdom, and knowledge. The Bible is very clear in it. The angel of the Lord encampeth around about them that fear him and delivereth them. So fear of the Lord is super, super important. I've done whole teachings on that. You can reference on contendingfortruth.com. Um, Job 17.7 7, Mine eye also is dim by reason of sorrow. And all my members are as a shadow. And this is when you're in a time of, of, this could apply to righteous, upright people in this country. They're sorrowful. Their members are as a shadow. Upright men shall be astonished, which means astonished at this. And the innocent shall stir up himself against the hypocrite. If you're Christ's remnant and, you know, you're... You're living, you're trying to live for God or whatever. 
the Bible says that you will stir up yourself against the hypocrite. This is why I feel, and, and I'm not calling myself innocent, but I mean, I am righteous and dignant against what Trump is doing. Against the lies he's perpetrating against the Christians and the conservatives and, and the people that are well-intentioned, but they're being deluded and deceived by this guy. And this is why I've been so emphasizing breaking this spell he's got on Christians off of them. I'm, I am stirring myself up against this hypocrite. And we, we should all be doing that, pointing that out. Next verse says, The righteous also shall hold on his way, and he that hath clean hands shall be stronger and stronger. So make sure your hands are clean. Make sure you're living right with God. And you're going to hold your way. You're, you're, build your, your, your house on the solid rock of Christ Jesus. And when the winds come and the waves come, they're not going to take you off that rock. Because you haven't put your hope in a man. The Bible says, Cursed be the man that trusteth in man, and that maketh flesh his arm, and whose heart departeth from the Lord. And a lot of people are putting their hope in, in Trump, and they're just, you know, you're bringing a curse on yourself. Cursed be the man that trusteth in man. Job 27, 8 says, For what is the hope of the hypocrite? Though he hath gained, when God take away his soul. So I'm not saying don't pray for President Trump. Pray for him. I, I pray that if it be possible, his soul be saved. And then he under, you know, understands the, the wickedness that he is perpetrating and implementing and facilitating. Fear God be on him like a thick cloud. You know, whatever it takes. If you've got to hang Trump out over hell for an hour, God, whatever it takes, if it's possible for him to be saved. Going back to this report, Obama's deportation numbers were higher than Trump's as well, and fewer illegal immigrants entered America yearly under Obama than the new historic levels being assisted into America by the Trump administration's Border Patrol and DHS. I mean, it's so ironic that the, the very core of his campaign promise of build a wall, and it's worse now than it has ever been, and I've, and I've given you all the reasons why it's worse, and it's all on Trump's watch, and largely in part due to legislation that he's either implemented or refusing to unimplement like catch and release and things like that ali pack is racing to inform trump voters about donald j trump as betray them all and seeks to displace millions of them in future u.s elections with illegal immigrants converted to the democratic voter bloc by the trump kushner graham schumer amnesty plot of 2019 for more information about this effort to stop Trump from signing the new sneaky amnesty bill like the one he signed in the secretive budget bill, HJ Res 37, I think that's that section 224A that I keep referencing. Yeah, that was on February 15, 2009. If you want to know more about any of that, just go to Alipac, www.alipac.us, get on their email list, and that way you'll get there. He sends out an email every one, two, three to four days. It's not a lot now um and i'm just gonna cover these real quick because I'm, I'm over on time here but meanwhile you know he's gonna he's gonna deport these 2,000 plus families which probably won't even happen but meanwhile according to their own statistics over 1 million illegal aliens invade america just this year 
in the in the just this year is we're only almost into July. So in seven months, they're admitting probably far greater than that. One may what 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 a little drop in the bucket for two thousand families to be deported, and that's probably not even going to happen when you're when you've let over a million come here just this year alone, and that that might be you know an underestimation by a factor of ten. These are just reports that are running. Military stands down. Now they're painting barriers. They're standing down, but they're painting the barriers. That's great. The, the, on the wall. TSA allowing illegals to fly without proper documents. These are just different reports. Video, massive mob walks around border wall. Another one, surge of African migrants continues. Another one, DHS agent emergency update. The border is lost. There is no border control. We are being invaded, not just by our border now, but the border towns are teeming with illegal invaders that are not conforming to our way of life. Next one, California desert town sees migrant surge as crisis worsens. Next one, nonstop dumping, new phenomenon. They're just nonstop dumping over and over. Buses and buses and buses. Um... They're crawling out of manhole covers in El Paso. It showed video footage of, of illegal aliens crawling out in the middle of the street in, 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 at night. And they're crawling out and running away. Another one, private wall group ordered to keep the gate open. Another one, watch thousands pour in. You can watch them pour in by the thousands. Another one, video shows border break over the weekend. See them flood in. Uh, Brian Coff coffage of the one that was building the private wall that was shut down he said we caught nearly a thousand people crossing on video here this weekend just in one spot sunland park in new mexico is being invaded then he said did you know the state of new mexico gives all illegals emergency welfare no no process like americans go through handed they're handed ebt cards loaded with a thousand for for that person and two hundred dollars per child paid every month until their court date five or six years later plenty enough for them to live on can you imagine oh you step one foot under soil oh here's your ebt card with a thousand for you mr supposed parent and you're probably just a child sex trafficker and how many kids you have oh you have five okay well we'll, we'll multiply that by 200 per child here's two thousand per month per ebt card and here's your court date five or six years from now which we'll probably never see you on bye-bye have a good life Oh, and here's your voter registration card. And, and then all the other goodies that go along with it. You got to go to the hospital. That's all taken care of too. United States, another report. United States is giving the caravans a huge incentive to keep coming. Again, they are. This is And this is from Breibart. Um, and then Kushner met with Democrats to forge the amnesty deal yesterday. Here it is, folks. Right, Trump's right-hand man and son-in-law, Luciferian Kabbalist, Jared Kushner, just slunk out of the offices of the notorious amnesty backer, backer Senator Lindsey Graham and Chuck Schumer, described by NPR as the longtime Senate architect plans to provide citizenship for those brought into the country illegally as children. You can view the source here. Trump. Trump's new pledge to deport millions of illegals is designed to pressure Democrats into supporting a deal on immigration while misleading his base with a diversionary tactic. Okay, so I am way over on time, and we're going to end part two here and go to part three next. God bless you.